What's up, guys? Welcome to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. I'm Trenton. And I'm Brett. Let's Let's talk. talk. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett right here on whatever platform you're checking this out on. Um, Trenton, alongside of me is my bro, Brett. How's it going tonight, Brett? It's going good, man. It's good to be back in here again and got a little surprise tonight. That's right. We got some special guests in the studio with us tonight. Extra special for us. But uh, we have, if you remember back in episode 25, we kind of gave our story part one. We're going to kind of continue that story tonight, but it'll only be a half hour. And we mentioned the fact that we should get our wives on the air with us to tell, tell that story. And so in the studio with us tonight, we have Ashley and Afton. And say hi, ladies. Hi. And they're going to go with us on our journey tonight as we talk about our past and the things that have happened, how we met, different things. But before we go too far, though, I want to go ahead and let you guys know if you would like to hit us up, we would love to hear from you. Just hit on, click on the voice message link at the bottom of the details of each episode. You click that link and you'll be able to leave us a voice message that we can play on the air. Or if you'd rather send us an email, the email is wait.letstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget to check us out over at Facebook at Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett. That's where you'll find the latest shows and all the latest information. And also now you can check us out on Zapit. That is spelled X-A-P-I-T. And it's another social media platform that's it's almost identical to Facebook in a lot of ways. There are some differences, but uh, if you're comfortable with Facebook, you'll be comfortable with Zapit. It's more of a Christian-oriented uh, type of Facebook platform, so make sure and check out Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett over there as well. And if you're checking us out on our Anchor page right now, you can click on the YouTube link. We are on there as well. We do put up episodes randomly, but we're looking at doing some new stuff there on YouTube. So, But that stuff is still in the work. We'll let you know as we get it up to date. So tonight... Are you ready for this, Brett? I guess we're going to continue the story from where we left. I guess we're going to have to backtrack just a little bit because we did get into the mass communication era. And so we're going to have to go back to the faux Christ era. And we're going to, I guess, go through the process of how what, what all led up to us meeting our wives and how it happened. You want me to start or do you got something else you want to... Well, we'd look at our ministry as we've had over the last 20 years or so in phases. And so we're so we kind of got into part of phase 2 last time, if we want to call it that. Today we're going to go back to phase 1 a little bit cuz phase 1 as we've heard the previous show where we gave our testimony referred more to the youth rallies, the faux Christ years and that time in our life and if you haven't caught that that is episode 25 you can catch that on any platform that you're listening to this on so uh yep go ahead Brett well I'm going to try to speak from my memory and <laughs> so if if I mess something up or get a date wrong in there you let me know guys but um I remember that we were asked I believe it was Gary basically there was going to be a concert at Whippoorwill, and it was on July 4th. And they had asked me and Trenton to come, so we kind of we packed up our stuff and we decided to go. But the ironic, or the kind of strange part of that was that was on July 4th, and every year prior to that, for as long as I can remember, I always went to my dad's on July 4th. And for some reason that year, I felt that I was not supposed to go, and that I was supposed to go, and me and Trenton were 
going to go do this. Well, we got there, and I may be jumping ahead a little bit, but we found out that the crowd that was there was not going to be very accepting of the type of music that we were <laughs> that we were going to be performing. So we ended up not performing that day, but it was as we get further into the story, you'll find out why it, it was it was a wonderful thing that I didn't go to my dad's for the Fourth of July. You know that brings something else back to my memory as since we're talking about the Fourth of July. The year before was that that was the year that we blew up a bunch of CDs, wasn't it? So we were. That's the year we sent Tupac to heaven. Remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we put some bottle rockets. I don't know what all we did. It was we, a missile, and I stuck a Tupac CD on the missile, and I shot it. It went. It flew. <laughs> and we really put, was it M80s or something? We were putting in the middle of the CDs and just blowing them up. It was that was a fun year. But anyway, so the following year, so we've gotten past the Bible study era. For those of you who tuned in last time where we had the Bible study that kind of got ripped apart, let's just say, due to other things. If you want more information on that, go back and check out episode 25. But we moved ahead, and the thing I remember was that two or three days before the 4th of July, I think it was, me and Brett and I were on our way to, I believe it was Carbondale at that time, and Brett made a comment. It was an interesting I about comment. This. <laughs> we were on our way to Carbondale, and before we had dated uh, two Ashleys, so they had the same name. But you know, then there was always the argument of which girl is prettier. And he, I remember him making a statement on our way to Carbondale. We were both single. We were batching it, and he's like, "Man, wouldn't it be crazy if we we married twins?" <laughs> And at that point, it was like two or three days. It wasn't much. It wasn't a long. I bet before. Jesus was cracking up at that point. <laughs> He's like, "Cause you know, we're always arguing about whoever's got the prettiest girlfriend. So if they're twins, we can't do that." So then, lo and behold, and we may have already been invited to the fourth that year. I'm not really sure, but I know that Nick Toller at least is the one that I remember approaching us because he was with Gary. So they both probably wanted us to go, but said, "Yeah, y'all got to come on and." Come and perform, and like he said, we got there. Uh, for those of you who don't know where Whippoorwill is at, it's Lake Whippoorwill. It's a campground in Marble Hill, Missouri, and they have bluegrass and country themed music. At so praise and worship was cool, but we we didn't think that they would receive hip hop very well. So, ladies. Before you guys got there that day, did anything happen in your lives in particular heading to the 4th of July? Because they've been kind of quiet, so I'm giving them a chance to talk. Because we've been talking about a few days before, and let's just see what was going on in their lives the few days before that or something. Uh, well, we, Afton and I, were involved in music at uh, the local church that we were attending at that time, it was Covenant Christian Center, and so we were involved in a, I guess, a praise band uh, called Not Ashamed. And that that summer of the Fourth of July, we actually started performing at several places throughout the summer. And I believe that might have been the first one for the summer, Fourth of July. I think it was. Um, got invited to go play some praise and worship. We were involved with a band with two other. Um, teenage boys that we grew up in the church and one of them played keyboard and one played the bass guitar and they both sang and then Afton plays drums drums, and I played the guitar so knowing that we had talent there we kind of formed a band at church and then started wanting to venture out to other places um, in the community so we got invited to play at like Ripplewill and that's when we actually met Trenton and Brett. I, I remember 
Trenton showing up in a Mitsubishi car. It was like a sports car. Eclipse. Yep. Eclipse. And we're like, who drives in that we're car? Like, who in the world is in that car? And we're just kind of like looking over. And it was these two young boys, Trenton and Brett, which we came to know. We got to meet. And I was particularly shy. Um, I know Trenton went up to my dad and was kind of like trying guess, to. Yeah, like... we probably wouldn't have said much to them. I, I don't think I would have walked up to them. I don't think we. I don't know if we've talked to you guys except other than a quick hi or something that day. I don't yeah. remember much. I remember of at the at the end of the day we were all standing up on the band shell and we were all kind of in a circle and we were talking because I think we had invited them to come to was it Almstead? We played Almstead. Mm-hmm. I think Almstead was the next one. That was the next place we played. So, Ball yeah, we cross. We ended up playing there that summer. And we uh, played some there with them. And so the interesting part of that story is that. We were already doing rallies, so the rallies were happening in the summer. We had been invited because Gary, Nick, and the band was called One Accord, had done some shows with us, and they invited us to come to do a concert there. Well, we had already kind of approached Gary, I think, about doing rallies with us, and it's like, well, come on, I got a new band you guys can beat or something, it's something along those lines. So Afton hasn't said much. Afton, what do you got? Oh, hold on. I just remember that we, we performed... And just very shy. I like you said we were in a group. I think you guys spoke with Dad, uh, our Dad, uh, just briefly. But I probably wouldn't have said a whole lot. I remember. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I remember when we. There's a couple of stories about your parents that I've got to put in here. Oh, <laughs> and one of them, I don't even know if Trenton remembers this or not, because he walked. Uh, he walked. You walked up to their dad, and. The thing you said to him was, we're full Christ. <laughs> and Steve, that. Steve looks at you and goes, oh, that's good. <laughs> like, I guess he thought, like, we were saying, we're for Christ. You know, hey, we, we love church or something. I don't but remember that. We were telling him the name of our group. Hey, we're full Christ. And he just looks at you like you were crazy. <laughs> like, okay, that's great. But the thing that I remember the most is apparently... There, there's a meat in Missouri called Oberly Dog that I had never heard of in my life coming from Illinois. And I walked, uh, your mom had just got there. She got there late with your grandma. Yeah, mm. that's right. And oh we had kind of been hanging out a little bit with, with you guys there. And she said, you want Oberly Dog? And I looked at her like, what? <laughs> dog? I don't remember this what either. Are you, you, you were off talking to somebody oh. else at this time. But I was like, "What? What are these? What do these people eat?" So it was just, it was just one of those funny things that I will never ever forget. Like the, just the look on your mom's face, and I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" Okay, overly so what dog? is overly dog? Because now everybody wants to know, and I don't. It's know apparently that I it's that. like a summer sausage type uh, type meat. Okay, but it's called overly overly dog. I guess mm-hmm. I I don't know, but I was just like in complete and utter like <laughs> terror. Like, who have we met? <laughs> so. Uh, so, <laughs> I've never heard that one. I don't remember that part of the story. Overly Dog. So, those of you from Missouri out there listening, because we know we got some of you anyway, that you might re- know what Overly Dog is, but I've never heard it used that way. And I don't remember that conversation. I would have probably had the same look. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like the Steve look for Faux Christ, probably. Like, what? <laughs> I remember that vividly. I can see your, I don't I can see your that, dad's but... face and everything. <laughs> so, from that point, I remember that we did invite Not Ashamed with Gary. Yeah. To start attending, and I think we did two or three rallies with you guys uh, before the end of the summer and all that. But the first one was at a fire department in Olmsted, Illinois. 
And it was like seemed like it was like two weeks or so after mm-hmm. that. It was it wasn't real far. Yeah. It might have been towards the end of July. But, That's uh, when we kind of started talking about them because mm-hmm. I remember working for your dad and we were down in the basement of a house they were building and we were painting. Uh, I don't think we were painting. We were varnishing or something or staining. I don't know what we were doing, mm-hmm. but these big long slats that they mm-hmm. were going to use. We were doing that. We just kept talking about these girls. Just kept talking about it. And then pretty soon it became real in our minds. Like hey. We're gonna go after these girls. <laughs> We're gonna go after these girls. <laughs> At first, it was an idea, and I thought that the thing that I thought was amazing was, and for those of you out there looking for that one, maybe this will encourage you. First of all, we didn't have to plan it; God brought it yep. together. Second, we I think were more attracted to the spiritual side than anything at that point because we were seeing them up there. They were worshiping God. They were playing instruments, and at that point, it was you know that's we. Kind of pursued over a course of what a couple of months. It wasn't nothing that happened. I don't think right away. But I remember when we po- played at Bald Knob is when we exchanged oh. numbers. Ah, that's yeah, right. We were dating by August, I think. Well, it would have been end of July, mid-August or something. I remember. Like I gotta get I her in because I remember a story that she told me at Bald Knob. Hmm. We were waiting for you guys to get there, and if you we had these balloon. Where were they balloon? Animals or something? You remember you told me the no, story. No, it was a water balloon. No, 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 no. I I gave mine to Ashley and you got jealous oh, yeah, because I, I didn't know who was who <laughs> at the time. We didn't. They go on your They're head. twins. If you I walked up to Ashley yet. and he walked up to Afton and Afton's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave this like balloon animal or something that they somebody had been making there. I handed it to her or something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but and I remember Afton telling me that she was. She was not happy yeah. that that I did that. And I was like, I didn't know the difference. <laughs> For those of you who haven't caught it yet, maybe you heard me say it a minute ago. They're twins. Maybe you don't know who they are. They're twins. Um, Ashley and Afton. Ashley is my wife. Afton is Brett's wife. And I remember when we were at Bald Knob. joked about. Afton was the one more talkative. She would talk to me outside. Ashley would come. She was a shyer one at that mm-hmm. point. She would come and then she would go. And then she'd head it inside. She'd hang out a second. I'm like, man. <laughs> so, oh, I'll be an Afton talk. But, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, Bald Knob, that was a whole nother experience. You're up on top of a hill. You're up on top of a high hill. If you've never been to Alto Pass, Illinois, where they have Bald Knob Cross, it's like the highest elevation in that county or something. I'm not sure the height. But there was nothing like that place as far as feeling close to God because you were up there. Let's just say It was that, a fun so. place. It was definitely a fun place to be. And the whole thing that we did with the rallies and whenever they came on board and then it was just like you could see God moving in it. And you could see it wasn't just God moving in the rallies. You could see God doing something else. He was putting something together and knitting it together perfectly because everything just fell together perfectly and that's when we exchanged numbers and i remember we ended up going to the their house at the the time to the farm and we were going to ride horses and i remember we drove and we drove and we drove (laughs) and we seen the sign that said perryville 12 miles and i'm like are you kidding me where do these people live (laughs) and that's when trenton's like well they don't live in perryville and i was like my gosh we didn't know where they lived at that point we knew it was well, what did it take you guys? Two hours to get to Olmstead, the first one? It was a good little drive, I think. But um, one thing I do notice, because God put something together. I like that you said that, because let's talk about the rallies a minute, because that's really what we're here talking. I mean, we'll talk dating if y'all want, but I know y'all would rather hear about some spiritual stuff. So the rallies, 
the first time they showed up in Olmstead, we had um, some of people from their church. I know their dad and probably them, the band people. We had T-shirts made, uh, YAFC Youth of Life for Christ 2002, because I had been doing it. I think 2000 or 2001 we did our first group, and then each summer I think we would make a shirt. I'm not really sure, but we had them on staff, so they were counseling. We prayed before. The event there, at least at the fire department, we would go, we went around back, and we prayed. And I remember the worship, the atmosphere that people were getting. So we had the worship band, which was their band, not a shame. We had the rock band, we had Convicted at that time, and Nick just happened to be in both. And one accord, he, I don't know what you consider Gary's, he's more like an alternative rock style band. And then we had the folk Christ, the hip hop. And... <coughs> During the course of the rally for the evening, Brett would speak and then I would speak somewhere in between the music. We would switch it up so there'd be concerts. But I remember altar calls. I remember people's lives being changed, people asking for prayer. And this is all part of that phase one era that we were talking about before. And there was something that was amazing about knowing whenever we wanted to plan, there would be groups there that would go with us. Mm-hmm. And so we would take and we... We would plan, you know, two or three, you know, in advance and over the course of a couple of months or whatever. And just knowing that there was a full... Because before we had bands and they were there maybe for a couple and then we have to switch it up. So it was nice to have a group of people who were together all the time who could pray, that knew each other, that knew each spiritually... There was a spiritual connection, I guess. What do you remember about that? Brett or Ashley or Afton or whoever wants to talk. want to talk? Oh, gee, go ahead. They're being shy. You know, I just, I think one of the things that it did was, you know, there for a while it was me and Trenton and we did our thing and, you know, we were, we didn't have to look for groups anymore. It was almost like God put the groups in our path and we had every every kind of style like i mean there was no reason for anybody to complain saying they didn't like the music if you didn't like rap just wait a minute you know if you like praise and worship give us a second you know it's like we had everything that we that we needed and you know we didn't always have huge crowds but i think that whenever we had more groups and people coming more people did come and that was one of the great things about it was it was you you could see god moving in different ways in different in, in everybody's life it was God, God was stretching me and Trenton with, you know, with full Christ, and not a shame came on board, and that was, and that's how we met, you know, that's how we met our wives, and then, you know, one accord, and people, we made new friends through that, and it was just amazing to see the way God was doing stuff back in, I guess that was phase one, you know, still at phase one of our lives, and the, so much stuff happened that, Trenton, I don't even know, we could probably do a hundred of these shows on phase one of the things that we've done. And still not, still not even really scratched the surface on all of it. It's just amazing the things that have taken place over these years. I would say one thing that stands out is um, if you're out there and you've ever been a part of something bigger than you, let's just say that. Because when you get involved with God, you're a part of something bigger than you. And we were like family. I think there was a lot of a family atmosphere. We joked with each other. Yeah, we ended up getting with the girls, you know. Yeah, we we talked about that. But also, you know, with Gary, with Nick, with Josh, and all the different people that were with us, and my sister, and everybody that got involved, it was like one big family. And I think that unification and that unit is what made it work. So what do you guys remember the most about some of those experiences or any particular moments that stand out to you guys? 
they've been kind of quiet tonight, so I'm giving them they a chance to talk. haven't thought about it in years, and now you're <laughs> telling them, think about it. <laughs> uh, I'm angry with Trenton about the family unit thing, and I just remember, like, everybody pitched in, helped make sure they had water and snacks and stuff there at the rallies, um, all set up for whoever came in and helping out with the prayer. So I definitely think it was a, a whole unity or unit that made made the rallies keep going. So, yeah, I mean, you could definitely tell God was moving. Um, just being out, you know, we were getting invited to more and more events as, as things unfolded and and it was just, I believe it was a God thing, and we were able to exercise our gifts that God had given each group, whether it be rap or, you know, uh, contemporary worship or, you know, more of a rock version. Um, but God ended up using that for, for that season, and I think uh, it was a good thing. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm trying to put some pieces together in my head here, and, and think, you know, we were talking about family, and like any family, there was also problems, and I, <laughs> I start thinking about, and I, I'm I'm gonna look to Trenton to uh, remind me because I can't think of exactly how it happened, but I know it happened at Dongola at a band shell the mm-hmm. night that uh, one of the bands split up. Well, that was before all this, though. Was okay. Yeah, that was say, I'm the trying previous to put, group that we had. Well, now was mm-hmm. that R for J or Jam for Jesus? Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't remember J. all of yeah. it, but. That, yeah, that Jesus. was that was prior, but you know that was one of those things that was leading up to it. I couldn't remember exactly when and how that happened, but which is what led Nick, who was their drummer, into yeah, the okay. other things with us. So all and we still have to give you credit, Nick, if you ever listen to this. He's the one that I remember giving the invite between him and Gary, and we got to meet our wives. So whether you know it, you've been a part of our lives. But it didn't just stop with rallies. That's another thing I found amazing because once me and uh, Brett eventually accepted youth pastor positions in Missouri, and we did revivals, or at least I remember doing a revival at the church I was at. So we had the bands were already there, and there were altar calls full of kids. And on in revival's case, Brett and I would alternate nights, and we would speak every other night. And See, I don't lives remember being that. changed. You don't remember that? We <laughs> nope. we had a uh, one night we would have two of the band. I think not a shame was there all week because they were worshiping. Was oh, this at Oriole? Mm-hmm. Yep. At Iona Baptist. Um, um, Iona Baptist. Yeah. Yep. We need. We did a youth revival, and there was between convicted and one accord. I'm not really sure how we divided up. I know not a shame was there for the week. And Brett and I would switch. And like we talked about in our previous episode when we were talking about the changing lives, that's why we did it. Because we would do rap concerts, have altar calls, kids were coming to know Christ, people were coming to know Christ. You were seeing people's lives being changed. That all continued even as I think phase one was fizzling into phase two. And when we say phase two, well, that got into the name change, mass communication um, with the folk Christ. So when we say phase one, phase two, we're referring to Brett and I, us being together. They came along in phase one and were there throughout phase two. Because in phase two, if you remember, we actually booked the farm in 2006. (laughs) So we actually set up a stage and my dad pulled in a trailer and we pulled it in out there on the farm. What do you guys remember about that? Because we were married by that point. So... I remember there was porta potties there. <laughs> we did. We ordered porta potties. I remember that. It's called Autumn Fest, and yeah, we uh, created an event out in the farm and had food and music. I remember um, what I preached. I do remember we had that. Preaching. I don't remember it that. Was, <laughs> it was hot. It was, um, 
I think it was August. Well, luckily your dad had the good idea to put it under the shade trees because we were going to put it out in the sun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, but I remember that and we did, we got, we ordered porta potties and they were on the farm with us and we had a good little crowd there. I think it was mostly the home church crowd that came to that one, Mm -hmm. but uh, we actually released our mass communication CD that day. And we were actually working on something with the girls. You remember that? Where we did the uh, Firm, Firm Foundation. Foundation. Yep. Oh, yeah. Where we were trying to mix it up. And this was kind of before that was starting to get popular. I know KJ had done something similar at one point. But we were mixing up the worship with the hip-hop. And we were making a song. And we only did one song. I remember doing that one song in front of a bunch of people and forgetting all my lines. <laughs> Which song was that? The only one that we had. Oh, that one? The With the group? I stood up there getting ready to start. And I just went cold blank, man. I'm like, uh-oh. Mm. And I just... I forgot everything. It was yeah, it was a nightmare. I was so embarrassed. But it was just... That's one of those things you got to deal with, you know, as a performer. It's like, I knew everything, but... I just I I did I went blank so mm-hmm. I also played uh, on a Friday night at Covenant. You guys rapped Impact oh, Impact Church. A few of those, yeah. A few yeah. of those, and they did an outside event too oh. with stereos and uh, oh, not ashamed to that play. That was later. Now, I remember the first Impact. That's a good one to go to because there was a spirit there, and like I'd seen. I mean, there was a lot of it kids was there. so much. Convicted played there too. Yeah, we played. We rapped. John Yunt, he had the lights set up. He had cameras on each side of the room. I remember having fun with the cameras. I think he still has that video. He showed it to us here a few years back. But (laughs) just to remind us and reminisce on some memories. But I remember Impact because that was another game changer. That was a night, man. That was a spirit was there that night. You remember that? That was right after we... Were we dating at that time? Because I remember we had just started. We went on a mission trip with uh, the church that we were at, with the Baptist church that we were a part of. We went away for a week, I think, right after we started dating. I think, yeah. And we came back and we drove straight to Fruitland to the church and mm-hmm. went to Impact that Friday night. Because and we, we were leaving for college that following. Because I remember they were saying bye to us. <laughs> remember, we were leaving for Liberty, yeah, Liberty University out in. Uh, Virginia, and we were getting that didn't last long. <laughs> yeah, it, it was only a couple of weeks because we felt the draw to come back. But the uh, I remember that night because there was some sadness that night too. But because uh, they were kind of saying bye for now, but <laughs> we came back the next two weekends <laughs> and stayed the second <laughs> and one. Stayed after the second one once we yeah. went back, and got our stuff. But uh, a lot has happened, ladies. Any last thoughts or anything in particular that? Stood out to you over those years? Maybe how great we are, and or something. I mean, no. or how hard it's been to put up with us for <laughs> sixteen oh, years. Laugh at well, that fifteen one. for you, I guess. Sixteen for us years. <laughs> yep, coming up on fifteen years for us and of marriage. Um, yeah, We've known that's each other since two thousand two. It's been mm-hmm. so. It's been twenty um, nineteen years, I guess, since we started dating. And it sure don't seem like it. It has just gone oh, by so fast. I look at my kids now; they think we're old. Like, you are what old. What the heck? <laughs> I was just there. We just did this stuff, and doesn't feel. And some of you adults out there can relate, I'm sure, to that. So, uh, but anything? Last words for the people out there, ladies, before we get ready to wrap up today's show and talk about where they can catch us. It's it's an honor to be able to do ministry alongside of our spouses, and you know our family. It, it is really an honor to be able to be a part. Of what God's doing with each other to do life together. And you guys so. lucked out. You married I best mean, it was friends. Me. I yeah, mean, we married best friends. <laughs> we married we twins. We you married best we friends. We went into that and 
Remember Club Founder Seven? Founder of Future Husbands. I would have never <laughs> I thought that. Well, that's a whole different subject. I know, but Club Seven. Remember, that was on our first oh, date Club night. Club Seven. I forgot. Was the only like first Christian club we'd ever heard of. Yep. <laughs> and it was in Perryville, and they had like there was some hip hop, but it was a mixture of stuff. But so well. I guess that's a show, huh? That is a show. Now, we appreciate the wives coming in and spending a little time. Little do they know, they're still a part of something coming, and we keep saying that, so hopefully y'all are checking us out. The phases aren't done in our lives, so we've gotten through phase one, phase two. We'll see what phase three has to bring in as the weeks progress. We're going to be talking to you guys more and more about that. Looking forward to that and more involvement in what God's getting ready to do. So, uh... I'm going to go ahead and, well, Ashley, anything last to say? Bye, after, before? I'm going to go ahead and say we'll see you guys next time. Uh, make sure you hit us up in the email, wait.letstalk at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up with the voice message link located at the bottom of the details of each episode on whatever platform you're checking this out on. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. I know we had a little bit of discussion time, a little bit different. Made it through episode 37, though, and we're looking forward to many more to come. God bless you guys. I'm turning it over to Brett. And one more time, make sure you check out Let's Talk with Trenton and Brett on Facebook. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you'd like it, share it, and share this uh, podcast with all of your friends and even those people you don't like, because those are the ones that need to hear it, right? So with that said, we are going to go ahead and close in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to share your word and to, Lord, to come in here and to reminisce, Father God. It's been a good time, and we just pray, Lord, for those out there, Lord, that need a touch from you, God, that you would just uh, touch them, Father, and comfort them, Lord, and give them the peace that they need, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I hope you were blessed and inspired by the content. Do us a favor, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, tell a friend, and share this on social media. We would love to share the good news with as many people as possible. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have topics you would like us to discuss on the air, you want to give a shout out, or maybe you just want to say hi, click on the message button below and let us know what's on your mind. Thank you for tuning. God bless, and we'll see you next time.